Sports Radio, 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg with you into the 9 o'clock hour on this Saturday morning. Glad you're with us. Beautiful, sunny skies uh, outside. You know, it seems like for the longest time we didn't see the sun around here. Nope. Well, we had clouds and nope. fog and all kinds of stuff. and so. Uh, but it's better now, right? It's better now. So we say this. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Ackworth. Wonderful Ackworth, right yeah. up there by the lake. Yeah. Right on the lake. Alatoona, Lake Alatoona. Who's up that yeah. way? My old address. Yeah. <laughs> way up there, Glade Road. Way up, all the way up, all the way up. Yeah. We just played a song by Earth, Wind, and Fire because this week we lost yeah. one of the, the, the members of the of the band. Um, Maurice White's brother. Yeah, Fred White. And um, Maurice White, who was the founder of the group. And, of course, Verdeen White, the bass player, mm-hmm. uh, is one of the remaining uh, original members still performing with the band. So um, this week is 67 years old. <sighs> R.I.P. Bringing yeah. back the memories. Man. Um, also, I saw footage this week of Sean White. He was on vacation mm-hmm. in, I want to say, Alaska, but it could have been the North Pole. I don't know where it was. But it was up there with them folks, you know, they they have boats, yachts, whatever you want to call it, but it is wintertime. Anyway, <laughs> he was on this boat, and I don't know if it was anniversary, just a holiday celebration. And he did one of those polar bear things where he jumped in the water. Oh, right. Hey, man. Hey, jumped hey, in the water. Hey, snow around ice and all this other stuff you can see from the pictures. He gets out of the water and, you know, not rapidly, but, you know, just gets out of water, poses for who's ever filming him, and then gets into a hot tub. The point of the story is this sitting next to him in the hot tub was Lewis Hamilton. Oh, really? <laughs> ah, oh, I mean, they obviously had their girlfriends, wives, or whatever, but yeah. yeah. The other couple in the hot tub was Lewis Hamilton. That's that's pretty amazing. Who is celebrating a birthday today? Okay. I went to New York by way of Phoenix with this story, but yeah, he's 38 years old today, Lewis Hamilton, and somebody who has been feeling better, and we say prayers for him, too. Um, 52 years old today, in his condition, celebrating his 57th birthday, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, man. And that snow, that 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 accident he had up there. It wasn't snowmobile. Not a snowmobile, it was, but it was like a snow mover. It, yeah, it was. It was you know tractor cleaning away down there, and that's what you have to have. I learned this from going out there to Tahoe. Those people that live up there in the, in the Sierra Mountains, if you are there after a certain point during the course of a year, or if there's a storm coming, you can't leave your house. They will not let you get on the roads because not only are they narrow, but you you know you're ten thousand feet and stuff's just co- coming off these mountains, and you could get buried. You don't have chains on your tires. They won't let you travel up there. So um, he's you saw the size of this thing, right? Oh, so yeah. it's massive. Yeah, so it really you have was. to have something like that to go out and clear roads. And he's he's known in that area for helping folks out that way. But, yeah, Jeremy is um, he is in I don't, critical condition, but he's, he's, he's feeling better than he was a few days ago. But he messed up and got run over. So it'll be interesting to see how that affects him moving forward because we really haven't got any – Updates on the damage to his legs and hips, back, yeah. and all that other stuff. So, anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. I want to get this right. Courtney Earnhardt, or Earhart, is going to join us at 920. Um, that's the d- manager of the boat show, Atlanta Boat Show. And she's going to join which us. Which is back, which is back. Okay. All right. Um, also, coming up, we. <sighs> Gonna move casting call up because coming up in the ten o'clock hour, we also have a guest that we want to make sure that you 
know about, and hopefully you'll join us. I didn't know that you knew this man, but if you've been watching the coverage throughout this week from the time it happened, the DeMar um, Hamlin tragedy during the Monday night football game and then the next, even the middle of the night or the next morning when ESPN started doing live cutaways to the hospital in Cincinnati, he was the guy. Yeah, He was the guy who mo- we saw first and then most often. There was a couple other people that they had giving updates, but um, I want to say it right. Is it Coley? Mm-hmm. Coley Harvey yeah. is going to join us Yeah, coming up at uh, 1040. So we have a bevy of guests starting around 1020. We got Deshaun Tate's going to be joining us. We're going to talk college hoops. Corey, Coley's going to join us. Uh, a guy named Elvis. Is going to join us. Yep. We'll just leave it at that. Yep. We'll just leave it at that. A guy named Elvis. Who's out in California there getting set for the game on the TCU broadcast crew going to join us. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Georgia-TCU matchup. All the right. o'clock hour. Well, this is normally when I just sit back and, and turn things over to you because you let us know what's going on locally, if well, anything. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk basketball, and then we'll get into this game that's going out in California that everybody seems to be really, really focused on and some things that are not going to be there. we we'll get into that in just a moment, just a minute. Uh, there's college basketball and some teams that are doing quite well. Georgia is 11-3, and three, folks. They're 11-3, and, and they beat Auburn this week. They're playing at Florida today, 1 o'clock start time for that one. Georgia Tech is coming off an impressive win. They beat Miami. Miami came to town 13-1. and one. Georgia Tech beat them this week. They play at Florida State today at 1 o'clock, uh, the game. Kennesaw State is 10-6 and six of Florida State uh, this season. They're playing at Queens tonight, 8 o'clock. They were beaten at the buzzer by North Florida this week. And Georgia State uh, fell at Louisiana Monroe. They're playing at Lafayette uh, this evening at 8 o'clock. Uh, Georgia State is eight and seven. Do that again, right? What? Well, yeah, we do that because they don't want they don't want you to say that name. They, they won't just be called Lafayette. Louisiana. You know, they're not just Louisiana. They are in Lafayette. That's where they at. <laughs> so okay. we'll say that. Right. We'll, we'll say that. We'll say that about them. Uh, but back to this thing that's happening on the West Coast and Georgia and TCU and and you know maybe they're trying to throw Georgia off the game by having no tailgate. Do you want to start off by telling everybody that you're kind of a conspiracy theorist? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, you, I'm want, a, well, you want to throw that out there. A little bit of a conspiracy okay. theorist. A little bit of ahead. a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> you know, they're trying to throw the team off the game by not having tailgating at this thing. They don't allow tailgating in a certain area in SoFi. So when they do the dog walk and come through, that's how they know when they go in the right way. They see the smoke. They walk through the tailgate area. They come into the stadium. That's what they do every Saturday. They're trying to throw us off that game. The other thing they're throwing off the game the dog ain't going to be there. So they're not going to have the doghouse on the sideline. They're going to come running out. No, no. What sideline are we on? We don't see Ugga. We don't see the doghouse. Ugga is not at this game, Do you folks. think they actually look for Ugga before each game? Well, they they, they they know he's coming out there because the doghouse is right there, the little red fire hydrant. <laughs> you know, and, and the doghouse is there, the air-conditioned doghouse. I yes, know. it is. It, but So, I mean, it won't be there. No, they got air-conditioned in L.A. Can they find another dog to stand in? Why would you? We talk about do the that? casting call. You want to put? You somebody... talk about the casting no. call. The more with I, th- what? I thought about that because you you brought that up earlier. You, you, so, no, you know, you know the focus central casting. No, I don't. Dog, call him up and say. I don't want another one out do there. Have a... I don't want another Ugga. I don't want. He's not going to be an Ugga, but we talking about an extra. Why? An extra to, to stand what? in. To just do to, what? Just to stand in on the sideline with the team. So they come out and there's a there's a white bulldog. I know the focus central casting in L.A. They're, they're, yeah, how convenient, right? They're playing this game in Hollywood. There has to be, right? In Hollywood, they got to be. 
You got, you got to be able to call it's, it. It's not. It's Central it's, Cats said, hello. That's and if y'all, y'all lose, got a bulldog over there. You know what? There? If they lose the game, they're going to say because y'all put a fake Ugg out here. No, no. They, they, <laughs> yeah, they got conspiracy they've theories. Had, they've had stand-in Uggers before. They have? Yes. When did they do this? When, when, the, when the, there was there was an Uggle once, I think, that you fell mean off. You there was actually some people who put went and brought a dog no, no, to a that, game? No, listen, listen, a, that, that was a stand-in Uggle. It was like the brother of Uggle. And why was, he, stood, why was he a stand-in? Because the Uggle fell off the bed and broke his leg. Now you say what the dog Ugga stays in the room with, so with the somebody, hotel. So the dog, the, it, why are you laughing, man? I'm telling you, this really happened. How, folks? I, these Georgia people, Georgia fans, know that this actually happened. Okay, the, the, the I Ugga, believe you. This was years ago. They were on a trip, and the dog fell off the bed, hurt his leg, so he couldn't be the Ugga. So they had to wheel him out there. But they had, they had his brother. Nigga's name was Otto. And they, I they, thought they, you were gonna say Shemp. No, <laughs> no, they, they brought. <laughs> They brought the backup. So there has been there has been a backup bulldog before. But the one was in, the, the the main one was injured. There's yeah, the a reason why injured. there was a well, backup. Well, this one can't travel. To his brother. He's nine years old and they don't want to put him on a three hour. Well, he got flight. a younger brother. Then send the younger one out there. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. So why they do that. You can't get you know Michael send Randy. I, I mean, I remember years ago when they won the, the national championship before 1980. The next Ugga was there. He was a little pup. And then he was going to be, because they knew that that Ugga was getting along in years and now the next one was coming up. Now, I don't know what the next one is. Not my day to watch him. You know, but they, but they're <laughs> the Siler family out of Savannah, I think, still is the family that takes care of Ugga. They breed the, 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 the uh, English Bulldog, and that's what they normally have picked from their family to represent the university. So that's, that's the thing. I don't know where the next one is. I mean, I, I'm not saying the one we have is sick. It, it just he's nine years old. If he and, can't make it, you don't bring another one. When you go to Chicago, because I'm going to tell you, it's not the same. When you go to Chicago, one of the places I'm going to take you to is Navy Pier. Right? Okay, okay. You know about Navy Pier, right? You I've, walk I've, in there. I've, I've there's a, 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 a litany of shops and things to do mm-hmm. there, and you catch one of the boats that will take you around the city and let you see things. I'm not, I don't know if it's still there, but for years, the first business – that took over when you enter the place, enter Navy Pier, is Bubba Gumps. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Outside of Bubba Gumps, they had a dude from the Chicago <laughs> office of central casting who sat out there on a bench all day long in the outfit that Tom Hanks wore in the movie, right down in a briefcase and has the Curious George book. Okay. But it ain't the same. No, that's that ain't the same. Tom Hanks. We know it's not Tom Hanks. Okay, so you what you know? It, it's nice. You call to have the kids for casting. Do it. We can get. We, we, like, I don't want a fake. I don't want a fake ugly. I want the real ugly. Or if you can't, leave that park bench empty. Put the case out there. But it ain't Tom Hanks. I'm looking so, for Tom Hanks. So you still bring the doghouse? You just don't have the dog. There you go. And then people can take a picture next to the doghouse. Listen, was, if, the, if the main dog can't travel. Do you do you, do how many times you've gone to a show and the main actor isn't there and they got the stand-ins, right? And you're like, I, I didn't want to see this. I came to see this with with with, you know, Sidney Poitier. Okay. I didn't want Ben Vereen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I don't know. That's like saying that bad. I got to come with. Bad, I didn't want Jimmy Walker. <laughs> go get, well, that'd be different. That'd be, <laughs> I didn't that, want that. That, that would have been different. But you know, that's that's the thing. I'm just wondering things to throw the team off. Off their game, man. How many times have you watched the bull, uh, uh, well, not just the Bulldogs, any college team that you follow, and they brought out that one jersey? And as soon as you saw that jersey, that you went, why do they break? They lose every time they wear that jersey. 
And it's usually one of those commemoratives, you know, every once in a while the Notre Dame will bring out the just the straight green one or whatever. You, you've seen this in different programs. Yeah. That's kind of akin to what I'm thinking of. When it's I not watch a jersey. This, this is just the mascot. I'm not. Ta- I'm just in giving you Georgia, another you example. Have, used to having the bulldog on the field. When Georgia, they are the Georgia Bulldogs. Now I don't know. I mean TCU. I don't think they're gonna have a frog. You know they might. I, I doubt it. They have a frog. They gonna have a loud horn. They bring that thing in. Why there. would you think a, they wouldn't have a frog? I've never seen them have a. Well, that don't frog. mean they don't have one just because you ain't seen it. Yeah. How many times you listen? Unless they put a camera on it, I I don't know the, the bulldogs out there. Unless you're there they, in the stadium. They, they, always, they always put it. If Ugga's at a game, he always – cameras always find out. And by the way, how come you don't have a problem when Ugga don't travel to regular season games? What's the regular season games win? Where, where, does, does, does Ugga travel to all the games? Pretty much. No, not pretty much. Does, does he travel all – does he travel to all the games? Because if he doesn't travel to all the games, it's not a big deal if he well, I think he travels LA. all the games because they're basically in this region of the country. They ain't got to get on, you know, right? They don't have to fly three hours for, I, I, for their games. So I mean, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a little saying, convenient. Let, let, I know you you Easily. think it's going to be a thing, but I don't think it's going to be. a I thing. I think it is a thing, I think, man. I, I I will not worry so much about if I'm going to be that kind of superstitious. It's not going to be about the dog not being there. It's going to be about a jersey that I see that I don't normally see. And well, every not, they're, they're not, every they're, program they're does gonna, that from time to come time. Come out of that. Georgia is either going to be red or it's going to be white. Okay, that's what I'm saying. As long as it's that, but it's one of those commemorative jerseys that drive me crazy yeah, when they bring them up because they always lose. I don't, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you'll see that. Well, you, that's eight minutes we can't get back in our life. Uh, <laughs> talking about the dog. Hey, that's very important stuff, man. Well, we'll see. We, 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 I'm sure that they. You know what I'll be looking forward to is seeing if they talk about the fact that Ugga's not there during. The yes, broadcast. they will. You want to do an over under on that? You want to do a bet on that? Yeah, we do a bet on that. They, okay. they will. They, they, they're going to talk about Ugga not being. There. I don't care nothing about this because we're going to talk the boat show next. <laughs> <laughs> we got the boat show. Go ahead, Sam. Take us out. Let's I'm go, going, folks. I got to go to the bathroom because I'm ready. Are you ready? Hadn't been in town for three years. Boat Atlanta show boat again. show is back. Preview is coming up. Yep, yeah, <laughs> preview is coming up. We stay tuned. <laughs> Sam and Greg. It was Sports Radio 1990 The Game at 1990Game.com. Available everywhere on Odyssey. Like Warren Buffett, I know everybody says money can't buy happiness, but it can buy me a boat, it can buy me a truck to pull it, it can buy me a Yeti 110 ice down with some silver bullets. Yeah, and I know what they say money can't buy everything, well, maybe so. You can buy me a boat. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. Thank you, Eric, for that one. Yeah, man. Yeah, leading us into this. I, I'm just, um, I'm, I'll get more excited once I get down there, and hopefully yeah. I'll get a chance to go. But yeah. just the thought and the memories that are awash of, of going to the boat show when I was a kid. And, and ever since you brought this up, I said, Right. You've been it. excited, man. We've been excited. I don't get excited about too many things, man. You've been man, really but, excited about But don't about you, it. when you have something that takes you back to when you were a kid, something that you did, right? Well, you did it, whether mm-hmm. you did it with your parents or you did it on your own. This is one of those things I did on my own. I went with a friend, and we we learned how to navigate the L system in Chicago probably by the time we were 12. Okay. Um, but we'd go down 12, 13, 14, jump on the L and go down to the boat show. And this, I, I just... 
course, I think about what my mother must have been thinking because <laughs> she didn't know we were going down there. <laughs> anyway, let's welcome our guests on here. Yes, and I want to thank much, you for lining much, this up, Very Sam. much, very much. And hey, we're excited because it is back in Atlanta. Uh, Discover Boating Atlanta Boat Show uh, brought to you by Progressive. And joining us now, Courtney Earhart is the show manager. A happy New Year, Courtney, and welcome Sports Radio 99. Yes, yes, again. yes. Welcome and thank you. <laughs> Well, thank you. And it's funny that you mentioned the catching the L in Chicago because I also used to work the Chicago Boat Show. <laughs> oh, so you've been down there at McCormick Place. Is it still there? Yes, yes, I was. Yes, it is. The Chicago Boat Show actually happened the same weekend as us, but it's just a small world that you would go there. And that's where I started my boat show, was working the Chicago Boat Show. Then I transitioned to the Atlanta Boat Show. That's, that's kind of funny. <laughs> what was that dude's name back oh, in the no. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, well, man. As, listen, I, as I understood it, there oh, were only Chicago. a few – Okay. Big boat shows, auto shows in this country. Mm-hmm. Detroit had one, New York, obviously, L.A., but Chicago was one of them. It was one of those cities yep. that were fortunate. If you grew up there, you got these things that a lot of other cities didn't have. But there was a dude, right. the, 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 the guy who made the um, the Vitamix stuff. There was like blenders are like, you know, coffee cups now. They're all over the place. But there weren't oh, many then. Yeah. When this, you know what I'm talking about, don't you, Courtney? I think so, yes. The court, he, this dude would mix all kinds of stuff up in there like we see Emerald Gazi and other people do now. But then it was, <laughs> it was, listen, it was very impressionable to me. I was a young man, okay? And you stay with these things, you know? <laughs> well, this is here. This is 2023. And I'm looking forward to it. We haven't had this in town. Courtney, we haven't had this in town for a while, right? Correct. Uh, 2020 was our last uh, Atlanta boat show due to, unfortunately, uh, COVID. In 2021, we couldn't have it because that's when the world shut down, as we all know. And then in 2022, we couldn't have it in certain markets due to supply chain issues and inventory issues that they were facing. So now that we're back in action in 2023, everyone seems to be very excited. Courtney, I've always wondered, how do you go about or how does a show like this go about getting uh, the boats that it, it, it shows, showcases, uh, differently than, the, than the, car, uh, the car show, the automobile, the auto show? Is it pretty much the same it's principle? Also- you know, I'm not sure how the auto show works, but ours is, is all, like National Marine Manufacturers Association is a boat building association or membership association, and all of our manufacturers are in support of our shows. So certain shows are manufacturer-based shows, and the Atlanta Boat Show is a dealer-based show. So the dealers are the ones who support our show, give us great support, great love, and they bring in the boats that the manufacturers actually give to them. And like you say, when you come down here, you're going to see some great boats, and some of them, I think, are actually debuting at this show. Fantastic, folks. We're spending time on the waitfor.com hotline. Courtney Earhart is the is the manager of the Atlanta Boat Show. And it's social, folks. It is social. You can go on Twitter and follow it at Atlanta Boat Show, at Atlanta Boat Show. The dates are January 12th through 15th. And people can get tickets now, right? Yes, you can go online to buy tickets. And then we also will have ticket kiosks here if you don't want to buy them ahead of time. But we'll have ticket kiosks as you walk through. You can buy them on your phone. We're trying to go sort of ticketless with a lot of things, you know, just for, you know, sustainability and not having paper everywhere. Um, but, yeah, you just go online to AtlantaBoatShow.com. And it's a bit, that's like the first thing you see on the website. Buy tickets here. Tickets are $17. Kids 12 and under are free with a paid uh, adult ticket purchase. Well, and we do have a promotion on Thursday. Yeah. We have a five after five. Ticket on Thursday, where he, at 5 o'clock p.m., the ticket link will change, and you can get the ticket for $5 for Thursday. You know, Courtney, we, 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 we talked to um, a number of people who come on here, and they have events going on. Atlanta Motor Speedway is one that comes to mind here. And when we talk to them about race weekend, they always talk about the events on the periphery. They talk about these areas around the track you need to go to. 
folks going on to this boat show, they need to know about the Discover Boating Lake Life Lounge. Did I get that right? Yes, you, you guessed it. You got that right. I've, I've said it so many times. I'm like, wait, did I say that correctly? Yes. <laughs> Talk boating, about the lounge, yeah. Like, the lounge is, is it's something new. This is the first time we're having it in, in, the, in the show. So it's going to be a nice lounge where we're going to have um, live music on Friday from 5 to 7 and also on seven. I'm sorry, Saturday from 5 to 7 with Jay Harrison, who's a natural country music star. So he's coming into Atlanta to perform So on Friday and Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. And then also on Saturday, we are going to have a spe- we're going to have a special thing from like 12 to 3 with a special mixologist making specialty drinks in the lounge. And then Chef uh, Pollock Patel will be there. So they're going to do a mixologist and then a demo. So you get to sample food and drinks that you can make on your boat. So it's something that we want to make sure, hey, you can make this on your boat and have fun with your friends and your family. And then Sunday, we're going to have um, Josh Norman. His chef will be here Sunday between 12 and 3, also with the mixologist. And both of these days, we'll also have a DJ with some music going, just like a nice, fun atmosphere just to get everybody interested and like, oh, this is something cool I can bank and serve on my boat that you might not think that you can actually do. Okay, Sam, mm-hmm. we're out in uh, Lake, Lake Lanier. All it's right. sometime in July, right? Beating down hot. What's the drink of choice that you want? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, so it's going to make that? Yeah, yeah. Somebody goes, Sam, what can we get you to drink? And what I, you want to eat? I just want, I just want as long as it's cold. As long as it's cold, that could just be water. I'm talking about something to drink as long as it's cold. I want something with rum in it, and I want a punch, or I want a margarita. Okay. And then if y'all bring them, you know, I don't care about the eating that much because you don't want to get full out there. You want to have some fun. You want to be dancing and all that. So, you know, I'm good with public swings. But the mixologist is what got my attention. Again, Courtney Earhart joining us uh, from the uh, Atlanta Boat Show, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. What else? What other little pocket of this show? Well, you know what? You know what? I'm noticing something, Greg. A lot of you got a, a number of things that are geared toward children. Talk yeah. about the, the importance yeah. of, that that people come out and the kids, and there's something there really designated for them. We actually have a small kids zone again this year, um, and it's just going to be like little. There's like little coloring books that they can color. We're going to have like little games and things for them to play. Well, we have this puzzle. So my goal is to have this puzzle completed by the end of the show, and it's going to be the Discover Boating logo with one of our lifestyle images on there. So the goal is like, hopefully the kids and parents alike can help put this puzzle together so we can save it and then display it again for 2024. That's that's something new we're gonna. I'm trying this year to see if it would be. And I, I thought it was a cool concept. I saw it on something on Instagram. I'm like, oh, let's, let's try that here. And we'll also have the nautical story time and books to kids donations um, at the show. So you can go online and you can, um, I think it's, gosh, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember the day on that one, but it's online and if you bring a book, or something, you get a $5 food voucher. So this is something we can have donate books because, you know, some people love books. Like as a kid, I love to read. So this would be like right up my alley, have someone read me something and donate books so I can get a voucher for something because I had so many books. It was, it was crazy as a kid. So we're bringing that back. And we also have the Atlanta Children's Choir here on Saturday singing as we people walk into the show. I know that that's something that I think is going to be kind of cool. It's, it's, it's something different. We've never done that before. We're doing a lot of different things this year to bring back the show with a bang. And folks, we're talking about Discover Boating uh, Atlanta Boat Show. Uh, brought to you by, by Progressive, and we're spending some time with Courtney Earhart this morning. I talk about this bass tub because that looks like <laughs> yeah. that could be something kind of fun for, for not just small kids, but for big kids or anybody. What all is going yeah. on with that thing? Well, it's a bass tub. It's a catch and release program, and there's also fishing seminars in that exact same area. And every year that area is packed with adults, kids, 
teenagers because they just like to hear the fishing seminars. So we have a fishing seminar scheduled Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which is related to the actual bass tub. So somebody will be demonstrating the bass tub catch and release, and there's also fishing seminars in that area, and it's very well attended every year. It's just, I, you know, I'm not a big fisher fisherman, but it's like families. It's mostly like a family thing that people yeah, go into is. that area to listen to the seminars. People who love fishing yeah. love yes. fishing. Yes, I mean, yes. It's, and it's always a family thing. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. You're like, you see the, mostly it's like the father and son's in there, and it's a kind of, right. it's a cute little idea when you see it, and a cute little picture where you see the family and the father and son, and they're listening to the seminars, watching the, the bathtub, the catch and release program. So it, it, it warms your heart when you see that. And, uh, I want to get this right here, Captain Cephas McRae. Uh, Cephas? Uh, yes, Cephas? With, with nuts and bolts. McRae. Well, yeah, he'll yes, teach you the nuts Captain and bolts Cephas. of what you need to do as yes. far as fishing. Um, yeah. Yes, he's bringing his nuts and bolts uh, boat here also, which will also be in that same area. So we sort of put the little fishing crew, they all like to be together. Even though they don't talk all year long, they literally love to be together when they're in this show. So we have this whole area just literally dedicated to the fishing seminars, the bass tub tank, and the nuts and boats. Uh, nuts and boats boat. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. I've had the same problem this morning, Courtney. Sam, you've been to the auto show. Mm-hmm. There is a, a noticeable difference in the smell in an auto show versus a boat show. And that's the smell I'm looking forward to that's going to take me back. Because we all know that there are smells that conjure up different memories from your past. You walk by something, man, all of a sudden your grandmother's in your mind. You smell somebody yeah. in the store that got, yeah. got your mother's perfume on, man, and all of a sudden <laughs> you're thinking of mama's scallop potatoes, yeah. whatever it is. And so <laughs> this is one of those places that I know will bring, what's, uh, is there something teacup or something like that? Any pro- probes? Uh, tea something, anyway, you bite into it, and it, 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 something from literature, and it opens up all these memories from your past. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to this, man. And I really <laughs> was kind of tongue-in-cheek with you about going down there, but the more we talked to Courtney and these other things. And, and, and y'all talk about Chicago. Yeah, we talk about Chicago. By the <laughs> way, where do you go from here? Once the Atlanta Boat Show closes down, do you, is it, you know, are you like on tour with like Harold Smith? Are you going to no, another no, city? No, I don't, I, don't, I don't have to go that far, but yes, I am. I actually go home for like a day and a half, and then I'm, going to the Louisville Boat and Sports Show to help out some of my team members. So how many, are there Are there boat shows going on simultaneously? Is it something that happens in yes. January and February only? Or, you know, is that yes. the deal? Yes, the majority of our boat shows happen between January, February, and March because the goal is you buy your boats in the winter so you're ready to go out on the water in the spring and the summer. So this Makes weekend sense. we have like the National Boat Show happening, and then next weekend will be actually the Chicago Boat Show and Atlanta Boat Show at the same time. And then after that, we have about eight more boat shows. They have a total of like 11 boat shows that we happen, and they literally all happen between January and March. Wow. So you go and oversee the one up in Chicago still? No, no, I don't work that one anymore. Uh, There's a whole other team with that. They're actually at the same time as this show, so I couldn't do both because we're always on the exact same date. See, I'm trying to get us up there one way or the other. Uh, well, if we can't no, get we up can't. there for the race, we'll go up there and watch the boats, man. I'll <laughs> we'll get you. I'm gonna get you up there. But it's going on the same week, man. All right. Well, I'm sorry, but if, I'm trying to get yeah. this man up to the two one, the three one two. So we're still working on it. Yeah, Courtney, not doing the Atlanta boat show. You guys got to come to the Atlanta boat oh, show. Going, I'm coming to this one. I'm <laughs> coming to this one. But I was being I'm, greedy. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get probably to another being one. over there Thursday. I probably probably come by there Thursday. You know. Oh God! Make sure you guys stop by, say hi. You, you know you can't miss me. I got red hair here, so and I'll be all over the place. But I'll make sure to want to meet you guys in person. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Listen, I can't thank you enough, Courtney, for this memory and these little flashbacks. And now you have brought me across the finish line. Going to grab the folks, and we're going to go out to the boat show and 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 eat some stuff and do some and mix some drinks and mix some drinks and get a and, designated and, driver. And, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and see all the boats we have. We have lots and lots of boats.
Should be a great time. And voting accessories. <laughs> yeah, well, there's like, and, and that's the other thing, too. You can walk out of there spending some money on some T-shirts and other Knicks and Knacks and things like that, right? Man, we got T-shirts. We got coolers. We got sunglasses. We got lake life uh, features. We actually have a guy who's bringing handmade uh, custom canoes that he makes. Um, so, yeah, we have so many different things this year that we've never had in 2020. What's the boat I need to look for? And when we get out there, that's going to make me want to work Well, harder. you know, I, 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 you know, I can't the- pinpoint just one of them. There's so many nice ones. And when you see them, you're going to be like, oh, wow. It's hard to pick your favorite. The yesterday I walked out, I was like, oh, I like that one. They're like, oh, you know what? I like that one. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I like that one. So it's like I can't say I have a favorite because it's like me. Anything that's sparkly, I'm like, oh, my God, look at that. So yeah. I think I have about 10 favorites versus when I first came was just one. Now I'm up to 10. Okay. I mean everything from houseboats, from houseboats to bass boats to pontoons. No houseboats. No houseboats. No houseboats. No, no no houseboats at this show. No, but we do have pontoons. We have fishing boats. We have bass boats. We have dinner consoles. We We have something for everybody. We got enough to make us look cool on Lake uh, Lake Lanier, right? We sure do. That's all. We sure do. All right, Courtney. Thank you as always, and and, and appreciate it. And listen, we got to talk to her next year when you come back around. Absolutely. But we'll talk to her in the coming weeks. We'll see her. In person. Yeah, we'll see you this week. January 12th through 15th, Georgia World Congress Center, Atlanta Boat Show. Courtney, thanks for coming by and visiting with us. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you so much. All right. All right. I'm excited. You ready to go? I'm excited. You you all fired up, man. Yeah, man, worked up into a lather. (laughs) Going to talk some NBA coming up top of the hour. Also, Deshaun Tate going to let us know what's going on in college basketball. We still got a half a show to do here, and we are just having ourselves a good time this morning. Ain't we? Yeah, we are. Need a verification. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And yep, take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this seventh day of January. You feel like the new year? You, you getting used to like 2023? Yeah, gradually. It, it takes a minute sometimes. And especially when it comes in on a weekend, right? Comes in on a Sunday and your days get all confused. I was right? all messed up over right. holidays. You know what I mean? That's 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 the thing that happens. I to was you. all messed up. Um, I want to remind you, we got NFL action right here, Kansas City and Vegas. That pregame is at uh, 4 o'clock, kickoff at 4.30, followed by Tennessee at Jacksonville. You can't get in front of a TV. we got the games for you right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Also, tomorrow, Falcons and Buccaneers. you got NBA action, the Hawks and the Clippers. That's going to be 8.30, tip-off at 9 o'clock. But if you want to watch some Sunday night football or listen to it, Detroit at Green Bay, oh, everybody hopes that the Lions beat the Packers. Think I so. mean, I, folks, are just sick of Aaron Rodgers, except for Packers fans. But I think nationally they want to see. Would the Lions get to host? A, no, no, a, either way they would be traveling. They'd be on the road. But okay, that's, they good, would, that's a better know, story this year. If they year. were going to get the host. Oh, again, there you go again. I know. I would be going. very concerned about what they would be serving <laughs> in the press box. But you know what I mean this time of year. So uh, I'm Sam, glad. Sam's revisiting my Christmas present. What is the Christmas I'm, I'm present glad, this I'm, past year I gave I'm glad that if the Lions make it, They'll have to go on the road to play their games, and they won't have people coming at a couple of playoff game and have cold pumpkin pie in the press box. I also believe that, that every time you say that, that maybe you just got to the pumpkin pie late. No, and it, no, it was warm no, when they no. brought it out. Oh, By no. the time you got there, it, it, was, it not, was cold. It was never warm. How do you know? It was. Not, Were you there when they brought it out? Maybe when they got out of the oven, but that was like no. Perfect. When they brought it out to the to the media, when they area. brought it out to the media, it was cold. I don't know about that, man. I don't 
What? I don't know. Media you know person. who I'm going to give a shout-out to? Long, speaking of media. How long have I been a media person? Pardon? How long have I been a media person? Um, we always know when the pregame meal's being served. Oh, that makes you a certain kind of media member. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, think yeah, you were that. But, but you always know. Standing with, waiting for the food. That's very important. Not say you're waiting for it, but you just know what time you need to be around the area that's coming out. You, you you know when that's being served. How many rock and roll, I mean, radio, Atlanta Radio Hall of Famers do you know? A number of them, right? number of them. About yes. to give them a shout-out to one of them. Okay. Co-worker of mine. Yes. Former co-worker of mine. Okay. Shout-out to Katie Kylie. Okay. Down dialed at 97, uh, 97.1 The River uh, in Atlanta. She's an Atlanta treasure. Would you say that? Very much. She's an Atlanta Very treasure. Much. Very much. Spent many years with Katie at uh, 96 Rock. And uh, apparently this past week, she posted a picture. Now, I saw it this past week. I don't know if she posted it this past week, but she posted a picture trying to get some information on something. That's all I heard. And it was a picture of members of Cheap Trick. That's the reason I want you to want me. Okay. And me. And one of the other Where guys who works this? there. It was a 96 Rock. Well, I remember when they came through. I remember when the picture was taken. But she was she was fishing for an answer for something that she apparently was talking about on the radio. And she put that picture up. And so people started contacting me because Katie put this picture up okay. from, from back in the day. Okay. And to this day. And, and one of the things that I enjoyed during that time was uh, I'm always going to be owed some money by the lead singer of Cheap Trick. And it's $2. Always? Always. Because he ain't going to pay me, and I don't want the money because it makes for a better story two, that the $2? lead singer. And $2. Did you get him a martyr card? I gave him money to go get a hot dog at oh. the, across the parking lot. Okay. We were playing at a place called a Thirsty Whale. Okay. And, in, in, you know, when I was working with the, when I was a roadie okay. with a band who was doing pretty good, and they played Saturday, Friday and Saturday nights, and there was a special concert that Sunday, one night only, Cheap Trick was coming in. And so as we were taking equipment out, they were their road crew was coming in. Okay. And... When this was going on, the band actually showed up for a sound check because everybody lived in Chicago then. They were from Chicago, Rockford. Anyway, Rob, there was a, there was a hot dog joint. It, like as you'll see that when you go to Chicago too. Every other block there's a hot dog, hot dog joint, yeah. right? Beef joint. And he wanted to get one from this place, which everybody goes to, and he had no money. And I was like, I get to get a lead singer. This guy some two bucks, and I had two bucks on, gave it to him. And I took great pride in telling. Yeah, I'm I, sure. Uh, I'm sure, I right? Rick Nielsen and Bummy Carlos, who's in the picture, the drummer, Cheap Trick, that their lead singer owes me two dollars nice. from many days ago. So I don't know. Katie put that up there. So I don't get a chance to give Katie a shout out. So I wanted to do that uh, earlier. Th- well, throughout the show, we've been talking about just th- some of the conversations that have swirled around um, Demar Hamlin. And while the casting call, you wouldn't think there would be a tie to that. We had Chris Parker on the show, your partner from the high school scoreboard show, and right. you guys talked about Protocol. the lack of equipment, yep. emergency of emergency. Uh, equipment mm-hmm. that's available on the high school level for all sports and how this should be in place and that should be in place. And then you told a story about how one game didn't get started until somebody saw an emergency vehicle parked right there in case something happened right. to take a kid to, to, to the hospital. What I was going to show you, and I've showed you before, but you didn't really notice. You've seen me bring you the breakdowns or the daily rundowns for some of the movies and projects I've been a part of, right? right. Just to show you the the number of people that's part of a crew and the, the, the movies that I work with with bigger stars. Obviously, I just finished one with The Rock. That crew is going to be a whole lot bigger than the independent or smaller, like TV show that we've done when I did dubbed, uh Killing It that was on, on NBC. 
but you can't get an inch from the top of the page into the information that starts without seeing on every breakdown. And this is part of the industry. I don't know if it's negotiated in, but you have to have printed very visibly where the emergency vehicles are, how many they're on set, especially if you're doing a location shoot. So when we were over Perimeter Mall at Von Mar doing that thing with the rock, you have to have those vehicles right there at the exit. Now, they're not right in front of the exit, but they're right, right there. Right, right. Okay? The equipment, obviously. But what I've always noticed, is the first thing I noticed when I first started getting booked on these things was that they always put a hospital and the route to the hospital, the nearest hospital from not just the sound stages that you may be working at, but also the location. This is all part of the business of show business. When you have locations, people go out and set up stuff. They provide this information to production so they can put that on these sheets that are passed out to not only the crew, but everybody working that particular day. Okay. You fall, twist your ankle, boom. Or or better still, <laughs> I had hey. a re, I had a re, I heard a retelling of the famous story, the fight that took place on the set of, of Any Given Sunday. And, of course, it was speculated for a while until, uh, 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 oh, what's his name? The wide oh, jeez, oh, it'll come to me in a second. Bill, Bill Bellamy okay. came Bill on Bellamy. with Carl, with Dukes and Bell. Right, okay. Remember, he it came told, on here it, and it told, told that story, story yeah. and then it blew up. That was the first time he had told that story. It talked about how the fight took place and what happened. By the way, you guys can YouTube this because you really, I'm not going to ruin it by giving it sort of an overview. It's a great story of how this sort of built up and built up and then what happened and then how it kind of came back together. If you've not heard this story, I'm not going to ruin it by just giving you little <laughs> bits and pieces. You need to go listen to it. But Jamie Foxx and LL Cool J famously got into it. And some of it was left in the movie. That happened. Somebody had to be rushed to a hospital. That's what I was getting to at the end okay. of the day. Because of this information that's on a breakdown, they knew where to take this one actor. One of those two had to go to the hospital. Okay. Now, I don't want to ruin I don't want to ruin the story. And um that's but my point is this information is there. Every production is being shot in this city. In this, in this state, and I would imagine any production being shot, period, you have to have on there number of emergency vehicles, the nearest hospital, the location of it, how to get there, the best route to get there. That's all laid out there. So, again, right. it made me think about that. But, again, we've talked about this. This was our story of the week. When we start the show, Sam and I have a story of the week since we've been gone for you know, X amount of days. Sometimes we we start the week on a sa on a Saturday. Sometimes it's a Sunday, but you know, listen, Demar Hamlin and what happened to him and, and and the stuff associated with that was the story of this past week. Mm -hmm. Did you have one takeaway? Because I did. So I'm going to ask you because I know we talked about a number of things in, in in discussing this. Did you have one takeaway though from this story this past week that maybe it took you a day or two to wrap your mind around? Um, a couple of things. One is obviously the media coverage and the way they treated that night, which was exemplary. And, you know, from Bristol, Connecticut, to the people in the truck outside the stadium, um, you had a, a, a multitude of camera angles, obviously, for a Monday night game, and they chose to sat on that distant shot, uh, just gave respect to what was happening up there. And 
the reaction that they had from those players who were obviously distraught about what was happening. The way it was treated, nobody made any, any assumptions or guesses. They just said, hey, this is all we know. This is all we've seen. And they stayed with that until they got something different. Lisa Salters and back oh, outside. Yeah. Like, you, know, you know what I mean? So, I mean, just the, the whole job. And we, like I said, we're going to talk with, with, with Coley Harvey in the next hour just about the way it, it, the whole thing w- was treated and then the outpouring of support uh, for the GoFundMe. Um, and, and we can talk about the, the, the human spirit and we can talk about individuals and who we like and don't like and who we vote for and don't vote for and what, what voices we listen to that tell us we need to be together, stay apart. When something like that happens and you sit there and you, you're helpless because you see these grown, strong men right. who are helpless. And you're sitting there. You, do, you don't tune in for that. You tune in to watch something that we've enjoyed. And it was going to be the culmination of this fabulous weekend of football we've had. Going back to the college you know, semifinal games, the, the NFL playing, and then you had bowl games, four bowl games on that Monday. And it was ending with this game that night. This was supposed to be the cherry on top and to have this um, happen and, and the way that it did the people responded in the only way they could, and that was to contribute to a GoFundMe that was only looking for 2500 bucks. Yep. And it's just remarkable. It, it, um, it reaffirms and maintains your, your faith in folks. You know, sometimes, because sometimes you, 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 you wonder about people and we see some of the mean stuff that's happening and some of the things. There's been mean just, stuff associated with that. Yeah, but I mean, but I, well, well, that too. But I mean, just. You, the, but the, the money. The, go ahead. Finish the, your thought. The, just the, the disrespectful things that, that, that take place and um, the mass, you know, all those things that, that, that happen when mm-hmm. people just have totally disregard for folks. That, that something like this could just galvanize and pull folks together and people reaching their pockets and whatever, some big amount, some small amount. But it's something that people felt like they could do. Absolutely. And they did it and they're continuing to do it. And so. That's one of the things that really impressed me about um, about what I saw and, and heard. The craziness that's come out from that and saying they speculated, well, his NFL career is over and, you know, NFL contracts aren't guaranteed. So he has, you know, he's not going to have any money. But now he's sitting on or his foundation is sitting on seven plus million dollars. And who's to say that that family won't grab? I mean, that's the kind of craziness has come out yeah. this past week and that they might dip into that to continue to. Anyway, um, this is the thing that I thought of. You can't tell the history of the NFL now without mentioning DeMar Hamlin. And in a way that, forget the trophies, forget the championships, the same way you can't tell the history of NASCAR now without mentioning Dale Earnhardt. Because of his passing, because of the way he passed, and the technology that came into the sport thereafter, you can't talk about NASCAR without mentioning his crash, which we all thought was co- just like this one, was a completely benign hit of the wall. We've seen crashes that seemed a lot scarier visibly that shook you up when you saw it. Dale Earnhardt's was not, right. but it was the way it was. his body hit that wall. The same thing the way uh, DeMar was hit and, and, and caused what it caused. But, yeah, you can't tell the history of this sport now moving forward without mentioning what we saw on Monday night in the advances um, medically, and maybe not on the on the pro level, but definitely on the college level, for smaller schools, and on the high school level. So, yes, the effects of that and, the, and knowing that the importance of that, 
people gonna make start making donations. Do Folks, they? they're gonna start donating to their high schools and other programs to make sure that my kid is gonna have the emergency equipment there. If she's going, you know, he or she is going to play sports there, and, and, and also there are going to be people who are going to take the time to learn how to correctly use that equipment and take CPR. I think we'll see more people do that because of this. Yeah, and at some point, not now, but we're getting to the doctor who they had. That's uh, one of the interviews who has saved two people, same way that Demar got injured, and this happened twice, and both of them was in the both of them were in the NHL, and this doctor saved two of them, and one time he didn't have a defibrillator. Sam and Greg, we are uh, moving into the 10 o'clock hour. Oh, we got to talk some NBA next. Deshaun Tate's going to join us. New daddy. Oh, yeah. Let us know what's going on. We ain't talking much college, but we're going to talk some college b-ball coming up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app.